We're blessed, I will say, to have Pat Blumendahl here at Community Church, and we want to pray for him this morning as he brings God's word to you. And so, uh, will you bow your heads with me? Heavenly Father, we thank you for this morning, a new day. As your word, let the morning bring us word of your unfailing love, for we put our trust in you. It's that trust, Lord, we desire to put in you and this morning and each and every day. And now, Lord, we lift up Pat to you. You have called him. He has heard the call, and we affirm that call as he continues in his journey to be a minister of word and sacrament in the Reformed Church in America. Lord, we lift him up to you this morning. We thank you for his heart. We thank you for the very grace that you've given to him. And it's uh, not anything we have done. It's all because of what you have done for us in Christ. So use him, Lord. He is your servant. And we lift him up in Jesus' name. And all God's people said, amen. 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 Thank you. <laughs> I haven't even said anything. Man. Uh, <laughs> See ya. No. Um, good morning. How, how we doing? Good. Good. Uh, my name is Pat Blumendahl. Like Greg and Trent said, I am the senior high youth pastor here at Community, and it is a pleasure to be able to be up here this morning. It's uh, it's cool. This space is uh, is very very unique and very. Um, I'm honored to get the chance to speak to all of you. Um, so just a little bit about who I am, so we're all up to speed. Uh, I'm a Holland native. My great-granddad was, or great-great-granddad was the doc in Zealand. So, yeah. Uh, so um, I've heard some of you may have uh, met him, maybe was delivered by him, I don't know. Um, but so I've automatically got a tie into Zealand, even though I was born in Holland, raised on the north side, and went to high school, and then Hope College in Holland. There I majored in exercise science kinesiology and uh, minored in youth ministry. I, that was really just for fun. I never thought that that would actually be something that, I just had extra credits, right? So I was just, I was just gonna do that, and I was gonna be a physical therapist, and um, that obviously worked out super well. Um, so I've been here for just over two years, and I've also been blessed to be able to be at Western Seminary. I'm in my second year there as well, and um, I'm learning Hebrew, and so it's super fun. Um, a lot of flashcards, but it's good. It's good. And just so you guys know, um, my hands always shake. I have tremors, so you're not that scary. I'm just, uh, they, they just always shake, so... Um, sweet. Well, I'm really excited. This, this semester in senior high, the youth ministry has been really fun. Last weekend, we just got back from a fall retreat. It was an extended weekend, Thursday night through Sunday, where we went up to Portage Lake Bible Camp up in Onekama, Michigan. And uh, it was great weather, unlike now, um, which praise the Lord for that. And we had an awesome time. The, the focus was all about our identity in Christ. It was about how our stories are a witness to the gospel and to the good news. And when our identity is rooted in Christ, we can't help but to share 
what we've been blessed with. And I think that this, this weekend's topic was, last weekend's topic was really f formed and birthed out of the three-week series that we just finished up here on identity. And identity, it's, it it's really no new topic in student ministries. Truly, in, in high school especially, these students are all trying to find their identity, right? They, they get the freedom of a license and they get to drive. They get to, they get to choose where they want to spend their time, where they want to, what, what passions they want to pursue, what, what kind of identity they want to have. And this helps them, this really forms who they're going to be for the near future and maybe even for the rest of their lives. And it really kind of comes full circle with this morning. This morning, we're, we're finishing up our, our series on blessing, but really the series on identity and the series on blessing is really just one series. And it, it kind of comes together this morning with offered blessing, a freely given blessing. And it really hits home for me because if I had to choose one word in my life, it would be that, that de de defines who I am, it would be the word blessed. And, and praise the Lord for that. It's so good. And I, I'm going to get to tell you a little bit about my life. I'm going to get to tell you um, where I've been blessed and how I've been blessed. But it, it truly, it didn't start with my parents. It didn't start with my grandparents or my job here or anything in my life. It really started here in the word of God. And, and so that's where we're going to start. We're going to start this morning in the gospel of John. And it's the fourth gospel. I feel like I'm in student ministries. I should tell you where to find it. Um, but we're going to be in the first chapter. And uh, I, love, I love this first chapter. It's great. It's almost like you're reading the back of a novel. Like you're in Barnes and Nobles and you're going to read the back to get you a quick glimpse of like what you're getting yourself into. That's what John is doing right here. And we're at verses 14 through 16, and it says this. The word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. We have not seen his glory, the glory of the one and only, who came from the Father full of grace and truth. John, this being John the Baptist, testifies concerning him. He cries out saying, this was he of whom I said, he who comes after me has surpassed me because he was before me. From the fullness of grace, we have all received one blessing after another. And uh, this is probably something that you guys have, you've heard time and time again, but it's so important. The, the writer of John doesn't waste any time telling the reader about this grace that has been freely extended to you. He doesn't wait till, till midway through the book to tell you about this grace. Right here, smack dab in the beginning, he tells you about this grace. And it's so important. So I can't waste any time here in this message. John is saying that out of the fullness of the grace, of, of God's grace, that we have all received one blessing after another. Truly, we have been, there's blessing upon blessing upon blessing. And whether your life feels like that or not, it is the absolute truth. And what's cool about this is I think this truly speaks to the identity of God and how the identity of God is rooted in grace and in love. 
and blessings, like I said, they're freely given, and they're meant to be just given out, right? Blessings aren't meant to be hoarded. They're not meant to be kept. They're not meant to be, it's not like once you give out a blessing, you'll never get, get it back, right? God is telling us here in this passage and throughout the entire Bible that he is going to bless us always, that he is blessing us always. And because of the blessing of salvation, we can't help but to bless others. When I think back to my experiences and my life growing up, I truly feel like I was blessed with a family that models this, this, this identity. And I don't, I don't think I fully realized it in like elementary school or middle school or even into high school. I don't think I, think I truly realized that my parents did so much for my brother and I to succeed. And while my family was absolutely far from perfect probably, it, I found myself being showered bliss blessings. And the best part about these blessings is that they were always freely given, right? And I think that my family, the, the why they did that, I don't know for sure, but I think that truly they were committed, my parents were committed to giving me an earthly experience of the grace and the love that God has for us. One, one example of this that, when I, when I dig back into my memories, I, I think of how I've been blessed, and there are so many ways, but one, one example of this would be my, um, my experience on the classic Saturday morning in the Blumendahl household, right? Everyone has one. Everyone has a routine, you know, especially when you have little kids, there's a routine, and it's not like it was anything extravagant, right? It was it was anything but extravagant. It, it went something like this. And, and I think that in these small moments, it's when I truly realized I was so blessed. My brother, Tim, he's two years younger than I. We would wake up early because in the 90s, we didn't have cable to watch cartoons all the time, right? So we'd wake up early Saturday morning to maximize our cartoon time, right? You know, it was just the basic channels. So we'd, we'd wake up early, maximize our cartoon time that perfect way to start Saturday morning. And uh, then sooner than later, my dad, he would start making pancakes. And these weren't like the silver dollar pancakes. He, he would get way too ambitious. And he would make pancakes that were like bigger than my head and like super thick. Yeah, like crazy. Half the time they wouldn't even be cooked all the way through, but it, it, it was the best. And uh, after we ate as much pancake as we literally could, we would all head outside together as a family, and we would do, this was in the summer, and we would do a couple hours of yard work, right? And this is what we did as a family, and we'd always do yard work, and we'd kind of earn our keep this way. We'd earn what comes next. And uh, I can't say my brother and I were probably that big of help. We were, we were tiny, and, but we'd all do it together. And... Uh, after, after a couple hours of yard work and probably we'd, we'd run down and, and uh, jump in Lake Michigan, we, we'd, we'd come back and after lunch, we'd go, we, 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 this, was, this was my favorite part, we'd go three places. This, is what, this, is, this was what we looked forward to every Saturday morning. First, we'd go to either Sam's Club or DAW for snack time. <laughs> we would just go around and eat all the free samples. And that was the best, right? You're, you, free samples. Everyone loves free samples. Second, we'd go to the peanut store. 
downtown Holland, and we'd each get a buck to spend, one dollar. And with one dollar, you could fill like a brown paper bag. At least in my head, that's what you could fill when I was really little. And, and, and we'd get this brown paper bag of candy, and this candy would be our candy for the week. And then last, we would go over to Cobblestone Hobby Shop, and it was downtown Holland still at this point, and we'd look at the model trains and the model airplanes, and we'd look, and then we'd, every time we'd walk out with two packs of Topps baseball cards. Yeah, you guys know what I'm talking about. And, uh, you know, you'd look for the Mark McGuire and the Sammy Sosa, and, and that, that was our Saturday, right? And like I said, it wasn't anything super extravagant. It wasn't anything big. It wasn't trips. It wasn't, and, and I was so blessed by so many other things. But when I think back to being blessed, I truly think back to parents being parents and blessing their children. And I think that they, they wanted to, to freely bless those that they cared for. And it's, it's so good. So, so, so good. This topic of blessing, like I said earlier, is directly rooted to our identity in Christ. And if your identity is not rooted in the grace that has been freely extended from God, I don't believe you're going to actually truly be able to bless others and to be blessed. Paul, in the book of Ephesians, he says this. He says, for it is by grace that you have been saved through faith. And this is not from yourselves. It is a gift of God. Not by works so that no one can boast. For we are God's handiwork, created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. We were created to live into the blessings of the, this good news, the salvation of Jesus Christ. And when you root your identity in this salvation, you can't help but to pour out the blessings that you yourself has been blessed with. So recently in my life, it's begun to change, right? But, and I've been blessed in countless ways, graduating from Hope College, getting to go to Western Seminary, working here, and, and it, it, so many other things. But there's been a different type of blessing as well. My... my my girlfriend at the time, Kara, and I, this past summer, had recently started to talk about our future together. We'd been dating for about three years now, and uh, we, we started, it, it, it started to be time. And that meant a number of different things when we talk about marriage, but the one thing that it meant to me that was at the forefront of my memory is that I was going to have to ask her dad for her parents' blessing, right? That... that, that that's where my mind immediately went to. Wow, that's nerve-wracking. That's, that's, big, that's big stuff. That, that impacts, that blessing impacts the trajectory of my entire life. And this was so different because blessings were always so freely given. I had never had to ask to be blessed before. And so it happened this, this past summer. It was right after, I remember it so vividly, the month of June and July was an absolute whirlwind. It was right after Lego VBS and uh, my first sermon over in Breakwater. And it was right before I was going to take 33 high schoolers up to Alaska. And so there was this window of opportunity that Kara and I were like, we need to do something. 
And so we went up north to her family. Her family rents a cottage um, up by Traverse, and we went up there. And it took me about a day to build up the nerve. And uh, early in the morning, I, I woke up, and, and her dad was awake. And I was like, man, this could not be more perfect. And over a hot cup of coffee while Kara was, was still sleeping, I, 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 got to, I got to have this conversation with her dad. And I asked for this blessing, and he gave it to me. Like, praise the Lord. It's so good. Like, yes, absolutely. And, 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 and we're, we're going to get married this, this coming summer, late summer, in August, and right here. And I could not be more excited for it. But this blessing, while I was never nervous he wasn't going to give it to me, it was still, it was still this blessing that was going to impact the trajectory of my entire life. And, and it was so freely given. In, guys, in a similar way, the salvation that we have all been blessed with is an incredible gift. I think that Paul, in the book of Ephesians here, he does a wonderful job of describing this. And it, because I think too often, we view salvation only through a lens of mercy, God having mercy on us sinners. And this is absolutely incredibly true. Don't get me wrong. But I think that God united his people in Christ out of something more than just mercy. With his love, his favor, his mercy, and his grace. He did the unthinkable and united us with his son. Now, we get to share in the life of Jesus Christ. Jesus died on the cross so that so that we could possess everything that is his, right? He died so that we can receive this amazing blessing of salvation. He, he dies so we can truly live. And only then his father becomes our true father. His spirit becomes our spirit. His life becomes our life. His righteousness becomes our righteousness. His love becomes our love. His eternal destiny becomes our eternal destiny. What an amazing blessing because we are alive when we are united in Christ. We are alive in him. That is so, so, so good. This, this, this salvation is this amazing blessing. And you, you start to realize when you read the rest of Ephesians that no work of ours could ever earn this salvation. Nothing we do could ever contribute to God giving us this salvation, right? God wants us to know that only through his son we receive the salvation and all we have to do is accept it. It is freely given. What an amazing blessing. Guys, blessings are meant to be freely given, like my parents blessed me, like parents tell their child they love them, they care for them. Blessings are meant to be freely given. And so I would challenge you, as we enter into a, into a holiday season, Thanksgiving, followed by Christmas, followed by the new year, as we enter into this time, how can you bless those around you? How can you bless your children, your grandchildren, your neighbors, your coworkers, the strangers, how can you bless everyone that you come in contact with? 
Just like the identity series ended, God calls us to root our identity in him. Root our identity in the blessing of salvation. And when we do that, we can't help but to be a blessing. So let's go do that. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, I just praise you for this morning, Lord. I thank you so much for the blessings that you pour out for us. Lord, we don't deserve anything that you've given us, but Lord, you bless us anyway. Lord, I pray that in this holiday season, as we look forward to spending time with family, as we look forward to spending time with friends, with coworkers, with everyone else, Lord, that we can be a blessing, that we can be a blessing to everyone we meet because our identity is rooted in you. Father, we love you. And Father, I pray that you guide our thoughts, you guide our actions, you guide our time. Lord, all of this is for you. It's in your name that we pray. Amen.